0: You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk
1: show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi,
0: Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Business Talk Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and ooh, do we have a good show planned for you. We have Frank Riedel. He is the CEO of Ufly Incorporated, and we're going to be talking to him about him, his business, and a bunch of interesting topics. But let's start, Frank, with this. And welcome to the program. By the way, I don't mean to be rude. Welcome to the program, Frank. So you've been in business in the U.S. for four years. Tell us what was the original motivation to open a U.S. branch of your firm. I'm from Denmark and uh, I've been in the
1: simulator business for 30 years. The USA is the initiator and the chief architect behind the Joint Strike Fighter project today, known as F-35 Lightning II. Um, Denmark has been a major partner in supporting and developing this fighter. And in uh, 2017, I decided to step up Uh, the defense gender of simulation and to be in the front line of the industry, I had to look into the future. And as the newest and most advanced fighter of the time is the F-35, and there's not a lot of competition on that market yet, um, so it would be obvious to continue into this market with our experience. So the thought behind the decision to produce a simulator like this in the us was mainly to strengthen the product by made in usa uh, and as the f35 is known as an american product so that that was mainly the motivation
0: so you uh your firm started in denver denmark excuse me and i know you chose to come to the us for what you just said but How did you choose California of all the places in this large country you could have located to? Why California?
1: Hmm. The state, uh, the Golden State, as they say, right? (laughs) Well, it it all began in Denmark back in the late 90s when I developed the most uh, advanced F-16 simulator for entertainment use, uh, built to give all people an opportunity to, to experience how it is like to fly at the time the top, modern fighter as real as it gets um, california is the easy state to enter and settle the business uh, in from outside the usa another factor is that some of the companies in the industries have a department in that state um, i did some research before i went to uh, to to start the business in in california and found a great company adm works to produce some of uh, the parts for the simulator and decided to start uh, out close to this company. And that's why it became Santa Ana Orange County.
0: Yeah, and we're lucky to have you in Orange County and thank you of all the counties across the country you could have picked to uh, pick Orange County. It makes us proud. So I'm sure over the four years that you've been in the US, the businesses faced some serious challenges. And I'm wondering over those four years, Was there a time when you felt that your firm was at significant risk with its U.S. operation?
1: Yeah, of course, COVID-nitten. You can always use that as an argument today, right? It's still going on more than one and a half years. So COVID-nitten definitely have a significant impact on everyone and everything. Uh, But besides that, yes, when you enter the defense industry, there's a whole bunch of new regulation and rules you have to handle. I did not know uh, too much of this before we had uh, to ship uh, our first simulator out of uh, Los Angeles Harbor and um, it ended up being seized there in the, uh, in the LA Harbor and uh, from then on it has been a nightmare and it has cost a significant lot, significant lot of money in lawyer assistance. Uh, The Border Inspection Control examined our container in the harbor and went to the DOD and State Department, and they decided that our simulator had to be exported under the ITAL license. That means you have to have an international trade and arms regulation license to be allowed to ship it out of the country. So that has definitely been uh, something we have to face hard.
0: so, so, so this is really curious because this gives me a chance to ask you about what it is that UFLY does. So take us back to the when you started UFLY. What is it historically that the company has created? What what product has it or solution has it solved? Uh,
1: so, so you're asking what is it UFLY is doing? What we do?
0: Yeah, because you mentioned historically you were making uh, commercial grade simulators for people yes. to, to experience yes. flying an F sixteen, etc. So, yes. so tell us about the, the genius when you started the company, and then we'll evolve to now being in the military and the create what you've created for the F thirty five. But what was the original? Product well,
1: the the uh, original was that uh, <clears throat> we what, what we do is is flight simulator, and that's what we have done for over thirty years, right? So our, our simulator is built uh, by off-the-shelf product that you, your son, or everybody else can buy in Walmart or Home Depot, download a flight simulator program from Lockheed Martin's webpage called Prepare 3 d for 50 bucks, and you're airborne. That's basically, the, that, that's basically it, but we develop our own add-on software to evaluate elevate the simulator into next level of simulators and uh, our simulator cost a fraction of what Lockheed martin's uh so-called full mission simulator is uh, of price and uh, of course our simulator cannot do 100 percent the same but we are very close an estimated guess would be uh, based on our knowledge and experience is that we are at 80% uh, wow. of functionality in our simulator compared to the full mission simulator from Lockheed Martin. So so, uh, for year,
0: so for years in Denmark, you have been making flight simulators for the novice who would like to experience what it's like to fly a high performance jet. Yes. And, and with your move to the US, you've decided to take that up a level and actually make a trainer version of the flight simulator targeted at the F-35. Is that what you're saying? That is correct. Now, the paradox
1: we are facing is that because we put things together in a unique way, build some add-on software, and make a fiberglass cockpit show that looks like the real aircraft, we end up in the odd situation, as I've described before.
0: Where are you trying to ship this simulator to? The one that's stuck in... So you're trying to get it back into your own country? Yes, that's correct. (laughs) Sorry, Frank. I know it's not yeah, a laughing okay, matter.
1: You see the paradox here?
0: Yes. So does how have you had to make any major or minor pivots because of this realization of the ITAL restrictions and what you're going to have to do to be able to export this technology and product?
1: Well, I have learned that the authorities, DOD and State Department, do not work as effectively uh, as one would like. It is, it is enormously bureaucratically and a slow process to enter such a sensitive market as a defence. So many individuals and departments have to so many individuals and, and and departments have to evaluate your application, and it is mostly a one-way communication line. They ask a question, you <laughs> reply. You, you do not get into a dialogue here, and that's a huge problem. Because, you know, it's almost like you get an order and you just have to obey. So our simulator was seized in L.A. Harbour in April 2020. It's more than 20 months ago. And we do not have any idea of the status except uh, the one we know from the day one that we applied. And that is the application is in process. Mm -hmm. So we do not feel any closer to the goal than back then.
0: And what has that meant for you, Fly, U.S. operations? Uh,
1: you know, we are stalled. That's what we are. You know, we, we spend the money uh, we're we spending right now is on lawyer assist, assisting to us to, to uh, get everything done the right way, which we have done from the beginning, of course. Uh, we want to do it the right way. And uh, that's why we involved lawyers specialized in in ITAR and and this stuff, to do it right from the beginning.
0: So you had mentioned earlier that your unique aspect is the ability to take off-the-shelf products and software to develop 80% of what a full-on flight simulator for the F-15 would be. What is it that you see uh, the difference being or the opportunity being for your product when you get itel behind you and you're able to uh make this product and ship it to clients who would like to buy flight simulators for the f-35
1: I think I have to ask you to uh, ask me again Uh, there was a little bad connection
0: when your product is available for others to use what is it that makes your product unique you mentioned earlier off the shelf products so talk to talk to me about the uniqueness of what you're offering to the market yes yeah
1: so it's a little bit like you know looking into the future right yes yes uh you know the, the vision is like a dream if you can dream it you can do it my vision for our company and product is still Uh, the same as when it all started back in the late 90s. We have gathered huge experience. Today we are the only company, to my knowledge, uh, in the world that can completely emulate uh, the $400,000 expensive F-35 pilot helmet with a set of Microsoft HoloLens goggles for a value of $3,500. To be a used in a simulator that ends the circle as an F-35 pilot can train in our simulator as real as it gets. Mm -hmm. And to top it all off, our simulator is developed uh, to deliver agile and effective training for pilots as we made it an unsupervised pilot trainer. No need for other people to help the pilot to do his or her training. That's the future.
0: So it's a very compelling product that you have developed that has potential in the marketplace if you can just get through as you get through the legal ramifications and paperwork tied up with the Department of Defense, right? Yes, sir. So let let since I have a veteran of entrepreneur from a different country in a different market, I'm wondering, could you compare or contrast what it's like to be an entrepreneur or a business person here in the United States? versus your homeland in Denmark? Uh, I believe, as the most people do,
1: that if you are a pioneer and entrepreneur, United States is a paradise. But it depends. My industry is probably the hardest to enter without DOD or State Department being involved as a controlling or leading force. This is easier in a small country like Denmark, where everything is more centralized. But we keep fighting, as we still believe, that the market deserves our simulator.
0: Are there any other differences you've learned over the four years that you've been here in the U.S. building your business versus the time that you spent in Denmark?
1: I have to be a little careful here, because uh, when we were ready to ship out our simulator from uh From Los Angeles, the COVID hit the global world. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I have to be very careful here. But nevertheless, my experience is still that it's very big big, bureaucracy, very heavy country. Many people, many departments, seems like it's not centralized. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe political stuff here because we are on a sensitive market.
0: Okay, so where do you go, Frank, to get access to other entrepreneurs who have insight or experience that could help you to stay ahead of your competition and to grow UFLY Incorporated?
1: Well, um, we use our experience and keep moving forward, experimenting with, you know, what's on the market, what we have on our desk and in our laboratory Uh, knowing knowing it's hard to fight the system and the big ones. Um, We are the best in what we do. We know that for sure. The insight is to have a passionate interest and read all you can find of the materials uh, regarding your your product and your market. And uh, today, internet and Google are your friends. Hmm. Leading from the front line to stay ahead and grow
0: I know that we were talking before we got on the show that you have enjoyed the opportunity here in the US to see different parts of California. Um, it, does that give you time to think as well?
1: Well, uh, I've never been in California before I went there. And uh, most of my time uh, when I'm off from work, if you can say you ever get off from work when you're <laughs> passionate about it. but what California has given me as a person uh, to reflect is uh, the surrounding, the scenario. In Denmark, everything is flat over here. Uh, a lot of water, a lot of small roads. You know, a road trip in California is, or, or the surrounding states is amazing. Uh, if you've never been in, in a scenario like that. So that, that definitely gives me something to to have a road trip a day. Uh, relax and just let, just enjoy, think of something else.
0: So, you're back in Denmark now? Yeah. And how long will you be in Denmark before you return to the US? Well,
1: I, I hope I would return tomorrow, you know, but as I told you earlier, uh, we are fighting uh, State Department in a way we, we think has gone too long. 20 months is too long uh, for this kind of process. Uh, so, what I decided to do was to take a trip back to Denmark and put on some pressure from this side of the Atlantic mm. through the official channels and see what we can gain because 20 months of of getting a, a ITA license that's too long so um I hope that uh, through official channels over here that we can uh, get along faster and have some answers
0: so let, let's look to tomorrow, you know what I've learned about working with you entrepreneurs is you're always optimistic and hopeful, and the future is very motivating to you and to others. So I'm wondering if you could describe your vision for the future of Ufly.
1: Yeah, but as I told you, the, the vision is to uh, is to um, you know if you can dream it, you can do it. And uh, you, kill, you still keep having the same dream as an entrepreneur where you see this, I would not say mountain of money, but more the product that you have in your mind being a reality and goes and comes into the market, benefits everybody uh, that it's built for and what was in the mind when you created it. And, and you know, that's what, that's what motivates and keeps, keep you pushing on even the highest wall. You have to force it. You have to get over it. You have to fa- find a way around it or underneath it. And right. if you keep trying and search for the opportunities, and you, you you will find a way.
0: That's a teachable moment, ladies and gentlemen. The entrepreneur is the one who doesn't give up. The successful entrepreneur is the one who doesn't yeah. give up. Yeah. Nothing Nothing is harder in business than starting a company, which you've done. Nothing is hard and growing into new markets can be significantly challenging, especially when you're trying to get into a market as large as the United States or in your case, other client countries who are buying the F-35, I would imagine, are prospects. Exactly, clients.
1: We should be on the same side of the table, right? Right. But we don't feel like that.
0: So if someone would like to learn more about you, Frank, or your company, Ufly, how do they find you? On LinkedIn or on the web, you
1: find me on uh, on LinkedIn. Yes, please be my guest, everyone. Networking is the way forward for ideas and business to grow. Search for You Fly on LinkedIn, and I'm on the top of the page.
0: And You Fly is spelled how?
1: Y O U
0: F L Y. Just like it sounds. <laughs> you fly. make <laughs> it easy for him, right? Frank? Oh, for what? well, i've I've enjoyed getting to know you. Thank you for participating in a roundtable recently that I hosted and being gracious enough to agree to be on our program here and share your story. I appreciate it very much.
1: I look forward to having a next invitation, sir.
0: Thank you, Frank. I'd also like to thank Gottlieb Brackman and Reesman because they proudly supported this episode of Critical Mass business Talk show. GRRPC provides legal advice and guidance on all aspects of intellectual property law, including patents, trademarks, and copyrights. If you'd like to learn more, visit them at GRR.com. I'd like to thank you that are listening either live today here on one of our platforms that we're streaming on, or as a podcast in the future, you're being a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. This was episode 1323. If we're not connected on LinkedIn, please reach out to me. I'm Rick Franzi, and you can visit my website, Rick Franzi, which is R-I-C-F-R-A-N-Z-I.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.